order in this homosexual court, it's the Honorable Judge Jacob Schubach. The Honorable Judge Ryan Gabbett, the disputes are real, the decisions are final, and the judges are depressed homosexuals. <gasps> this is gay court. <laughs> Uh, hello, 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 and welcome back to Gay Court, the comedy podcast where we debate and discuss all things LGBTQ plus. Gay rights. Gay rights! This week is the first episode... <laughs> what did you write in this outline? <laughs> this week is the first episode of Gay Court's Cocktober Halloween Spooktacular. And the first episode we have decided to dedicate to us, Jacob and Ryan, your Gay Court judges. Today, we'll be ranking our past Halloween costumes, discussing our origin story of how this podcast came to be. This is an exclusive scoop. Entertainment Weekly, where are you at? And we'll be taking a deep dive into the first time that we have ever met at the one and only Lady Gaga Chromatica Ball. There's no better place for us to actually meet in person than a Lady Gaga concert. And I can feel... A lot of people who know exactly who they are. And at the end of the show, Ryan will be taking us through some gay history and presenting the case of the one and the only gay Christmas, aka Halloween. Um, But before we jump into it, we want to invite all y'all to be part of the debate. Uh, since we want you all to do your fucking civic duty and be part of Gay Court, send us your emails at gaycourtpodcast at gmail.com. Send us your queer conundrums, embarrassing dating stories. If you went to Chromatica Ball and what, how your experience was, your thoughty-ass Halloween costumes, we don't really care. Just send us anything. We need material. <laughs> I would love to rank everyone's Halloween costumes. That sounds like a really fun idea. It does sound really fun. Yeah. Don't know what to write? Be sure to follow us on social at Gay Court Podcast, where we'll be posting prompts, memes, and honestly, anything we want. Keep an eye out, because I did a Gollum impression. If you heard last week's episode, it's also on the Instagram. So here we are. Um, this also seems to be the perfect time to introduce you to the Gaylif of the week, which is Gavel Slam. No one. Yeah. Because it's our origin story and we just want to do it ourselves. Yes, because you know what? We're the only two people that matter. Just kidding. Yes. (laughs) That's that's true. Since we don't have a guest, Ryan, it seems like you want to talk about Rihanna. The Super Bowl. (laughs) The superb owl. Thoughts, comments, concerns. I was very excited when the leak happened and everyone said that it was going to be Taylor Swift. But mm. Rihanna pleases me, of course, to no end. And I'm thrilled mm-hmm. to see that she's returning to music after however long this hiatus has been since she started making makeup and lingerie and doing whatever Rihanna does. You to mean become so a billionaire. She's, she's become um, an Avon woman, a Macy's lady. <laughs> a Mary Kay. A Mary, Mary Kay. Kay Cosmetics. She's got a pink car. As long as she sings S&M. S&M. Mm-hmm. I just have a stroke. S and M. Na 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 na. Come on. Come on. Uh, as long as that plays, my little gay ass will be up and dancing. I hope that she plays Umbrella. Shut up and drive. Oh. Umbrella and brings out the cast of Glee. I've been rewatching Glee and I hate it. <laughs> One day there will be a Glee episode because I'm not watching this for nothing. Like we're gonna do it. We're gonna finish the series and then we're gonna have an episode about it. We could just do up when you finish season three. Season four and five don't matter. Okay, that's fair. But I just watched the Umbrella music performance where they combine it with Singing in the Rain. And I'm like, no, ah. Schuster, get off of the stage. Get off of the... I remember thinking, 
I'm about to beat this bitch up. Why is the teacher on stage? Like, that's so weird to me. I hate it. You love Will Schuster. Will I, Schuster is your daddy. I really fast forward through all of his scenes. It's not even funny. Um, the thong song? The thong song. Oh. I really like Coach Beast, though. I don't know why I like her character so much, but I love her. And she was also in Bros, which I watched last night because it just came out. How was it? I would give it, Billy Eichner, if you're listening, maybe just fast forward through this part. Like a six out of ten. How does it compare to Fire Island? Fire Island is a 10 out of 10. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Oh my God. That freaking trailer you sent me, was it um, Spoiler Alert with Jim mm-hmm. Parsons? Yes. Yeah, um, I might have cried Listen. while watching the freaking trailer. That looks, it looks sad. It looks, it really looks sad. sad. Looking, I literally texted Justin and I was like, hey, we're going to go to this and I'm going to cry really, really bad in the theater. And he was like, okay, like, sure. <laughs> Not me, literally, like, looking for the book afterwards, even though I don't read. I'm like, maybe I should read it so I can see the ending. An audiobook. We could get an audiobook. Spotify is starting to put out audiobooks, and I think that is an opportunity for us to learn how to read. You're going to say it's an opportunity for us to write a book. Oh my god, we should write a book. (laughs) Great idea. (laughs) How did we get here? Um, we were talking about Rihanna, and then we somehow oh, talked about Glee, okay. and then into Bros. But here we are. But I think that's a fantastic time for us to transition into the first segment. Gaze on the case. Do 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 do. Gaze on the case, where we look at something queer and dissect it. This week, we'll be discussing and ranking our past Halloween costumes. Jacob, you want to start? Yes, I would like to say that a lot of my past Halloween costumes were not perfect and i feel like there's pre-gay halloween costumes i should say pre-coming out halloween costumes and then post-coming out halloween costumes and they're two very different things because post-gay i was like i'm ready to fucking slay but pre-gay i was like i want to i want to slay but like i don't want to slay too hard you know what i mean Hmm. (laughs) you're like no i don't know what you mean (laughs) i'm looking at like you know the third one the third one the third one makes me giggle every single time. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to start with the first one. The first one is a clown. I was a clown. I wore one of those, like, it wasn't like a blow-up suit, but it was like you had, like, a hula hoop around your waist, and it made you look like you were, like, a big clown. And I was like, this is incredible. How old I were you? Ten, probably. Like, maybe six, fifth or sixth grade. I can't really remember. Um, It was extremely hard to walk around in it was like difficult i hit all of my classmates you couldn't sit down in the costume it was not a great time but did i have a clown nose and a rainbow wig and was that indicative of who who i am as a person maybe maybe a gay clown (laughs) (laughs) yes i'm a gay clown (laughs) um this one the second one i this was eighth grade do you okay. guys do you remember the little mix? <laughs> do you guys do you do guys, guys? <laughs> me talking to just Ryan? <laughs> do you remember like the little miss memes that were going around a couple weeks ago yes so that was a, a show on cartoon network and there was a character named mr nervous and i thought he was really funny so i was like i'm gonna be mr nervous and i dressed in all purple i like dyed jeans purple for this and i got on the bus wearing my all purple outfit Obviously, nobody knew who the fuck I was because why would anybody know what that was? 
They're like, oh no, he's the purple M&M. They're like, what are you? They're like, are you grapes? <laughs> we got the purple M&M. <laughs> I love her. I love her. She's incredible. And eventually I was just saying that I was grapes, but I do distinctly remember, I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but a girl looked at me in my purple pants and was oh. like, are you gay? <laughs> That's was why like, you had the purple pants. Yes, from a Halloween costume. And I was like, bitch, the purple pants are cool, first of all. Second of all, mean-spirited, but you were right. Whatever. Is she ally or phobe? Phobe. For sure a phobe. Oh. Um, the third one, which Ryan loves, I is it on my Instagram or on my Facebook? It's on your Instagram. It was like one of your first photos. I my... posted it on Instagram? No. You want to pull it up right now? You want to pull it up? <laughs> Well, Ryan pulls it up. I'll tell you guys what it was. This was, I believe, 10th grade high school, still in my awkward years. And I was a hostess cupcake, which is great. That's a fun idea. And so I had like a brown sweatshirt and I took white puffy paint and I drew the little swirls up my chest and I was a hostess cupcake. Why was I a hostess cupcake? Because I like the way that they taste. I thought it was a great snack. And so I was so inspired that I did that. Now, the costume was not complete. And let's thank the heavens for Pamela, my mother, for doing this. I really wanted to have some like white fluff sticking out of the side of it. And she was like, you cannot have cream pouring out the side of you. <laughs> I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> she was like, I'm not going to let you go into high school with white cream coming out of your side. And I was like, that's fair. So, all right. For our Spotify and YouTube listeners, take a look at the screen. There's me dressed as a hostess cupcake. I don't know why I'm puffing up my chest like that. But there I am. Like, look. <laughs> it's like big boobs. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fourth costume was Corella Deville, which was last year. Very slay outfit. Honestly, one of the best things I've ever done. I like bought things from Ross. I was like coloring polka dots onto like fur. It was insane. It was one of the best costumes I've ever produced. Last one that I'll talk about is I was a goth like two or three years ago. Um, 2019. 2019. Thank you for knowing my <laughs> Halloween history better than I do. I know it because that was one of the first things we talked about when we first met. Um, we were discussing Competitress for some reason. You're like, did you go to the concert? And I was like, no, I didn't. Why? You're like, because I did. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, it was Halloween. I dressed up as a goth person. It's on my Instagram. Check it out. Wow, I was really shilling my Instagram. God damn. Yes, I was dressed as a goth with a Kim Petras team shirt, specifically for Huluween. I used to work at Hulu, and they have every Halloween, they have Huluween where they shut down the office. Everyone decorates their area. So, like, marketing decorates, like, whatever. Sales decorates, like, whatever. Engineering and, like, software development decorates as whatever. And then we all compete for like a prize of like, I don't know, $500 to the charity of our choice. And so we were the Hulu mall and my team was dressed as Hot Topic and it was very slay. <laughs> and like it was exactly what we, let me find the picture. I can find it. Yes, it's, it lo- I literally looked like Mar- goth Miranda Cosgrove. We should post a two up of that on Instagram because like it was very slay. <laughs> <clears throat> Wait, I went too far. It's 2019. There I am, dressed as a goth, looking very slay. So those are my five costumes. 
out of all of them, I would say the most terrible was the Little Miss, Little Mister Nervous or whatever. And the best was definitely Cruella DeVille. The fact that you <laughs> Yeah, Miranda Cosgrove was my inspiration for my costume. <laughs> That's fair. Okay, Great. speaking of Miranda Cosgrove, okay, for my 18th birthday, my mom was like, what kind of birthday cake do you want? And I was like, I want an iCarly cake. And so she got one of those cakes where you can like put your picture in the cake. And so she put my senior photo on a cake with iCarly on it. And so it was like, I hope you have like an I awesome birthday or whatever. And I like tweeted it and I tagged Jeanette McCurdy and Miranda Cosgrove in it. And Jeanette McCurdy quote retweeted and was like, this is so funny. Ha ha. I love this. Fame changed me. <laughs> right when I was 18. And that's my story. Amazing. How would you rank my costumes? Um, All five or just choose best and worst? Best and worst. Uh, the best is the hostess cupcake for obvious reasons. <laughs> Not that hostess cupcake. And the worst is clown. <laughs> clown, I guess. That's me. All right, Ryan, what were your costumes of yesteryear? Um, I guess I'll start with number four. As a child, I was always the Power Ranger. Never the pink, always the red. Um, I don't think I was a Power Ranger. I was a Teletubby, but I wasn't a Power Ranger. We should Lala. <laughs> I think I was Poe, but that might have been my sister. I can't remember who's in that photo. Here we are. Interesting. Okay, so we'll start with Power Ranger. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school, I once dressed as Arthur because I'm Arthur. I look like him. I'm an aardvark. I can tell. see it with the circular glasses. Uh, if I could find the picture, I had like jeans. I had like the red shoes. I literally looked like Arthur. I had like a headband with the ears, which were paper. Oh. And um, I walked around school. This is before like the Arthur memes came out and like everyone started dressing up as Arthur. Mm-hmm. So I was just randomly Arthur. They're like, are you Arthur? I'm like, yeah. That's a good that was um, in high school, uh, high school, in college. I'm going to talk about three of them. Uh, one was Peter Pan. Mm-hmm. I dyed le- white leggings green. I cut up a shirt. I made a little sword and a little hat. And I was just at my friend's like house party. <laughs> it's a very gay costume. Um, the next was a Mormon. But specifically <laughs> for like Book of Mormon, right? It was I, I was a Mormon twice. It, it was like the same weekend. What? Oh, what? okay, okay. One of them was from the Book of Mormon musical. I was mm-hmm. specific Mormon, and I had like the pink sparkly vest. And anyway, one of the one of the characters in Book of Mormon is gay, and um, one of his lines is, "Imagine that your brain is made of tiny boxes, and find the one that's gay and crush it." Okay. <gasps> oh my god! No. <laughs> Damn. Um, it's it's um it's it's a it's a musical. It's a it's. It's a satire musical. You're not supposed to take it seriously. Mm-hmm. So I was him. I was Elder McKinley. And then one night I was I went to my friend's house party and I was just a normal Mormon. I think people said they were confused if I was a real one or not. Because <laughs> I, I made a fake book of Mormon. Like uh-huh. I covered a textbook I had and it was like really thin. I just like carried it around with me. I had a little name tag. And everyone was just like, is that an actual Mormon? <laughs> it would kind of be kind of iconic if a Mormon came to a Halloween party. And that's and why like, I think we should dress as, as um, Mormons for one of the nights when you're here. Do I just need like a white button up? A white button up, black slacks, black formless shoes. And Long sleeve or short sleeve? Short sleeve. 
Oh, I'll need to buy one then because I don't have that. Maybe I do. I don't think I do. I need to buy one too. I don't have one with me. Yeah, it'll be iconic if we go to the gay bars as Mormons. They're gonna be like, are they mission partners? <laughs> uh, mission partners. Are they mission companions? Companions. Oh, that's kind of cute. I like that. Because the whole thing is like, you can't leave your mission companion. So we'd be mm-hmm. around together everywhere. Perfect. Love that. Uh, and then I, my personal favorite was when me and my friends dressed as like the MILF Money music video. And I was Kim K. And I was Kim K. And I was mistaken for a woman like three times that night. One was at like we're going into the bar showing our ID, and then like the not the bouncer, what are they called? The The bouncer, the the doorman, the security guy. Security guy. I gave him my ID. He like looked at it. He looked at me. He's like, "This is a male ID," and my friend was like, "He's wearing a wig." And there I was just like this. (laughs) He was like, "Oh, I'm sorry," and I didn't think I paid cover that night. I think he felt bad. You were dressed as a woman, and women get in free. Um, that was one of the That's things. The second time was on the dance floor. Some woman was like, "I love your weave. Where'd you get it?" And I was like, "Kmart." <laughs> you got it at Kmart. It's like this cheap, like blonde wig. It I've was, seen it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the last, because this was literally last minute. Like we planned it like that week. It was supposed to be three, three of my friends who did it. But then one of them decided to do like an alien instead. Mm-hmm. So I, I did it with them instead. So I was Kim K. So I had to find a wig like really last minute. And Kmart had it. For like $5. Yeah. And then the last time I was mistaken for a woman that night was I was dancing with my friends. And then I felt someone like grab my hips. And I thought it was one of my friends. And I was like dancing. I was like, haha. And I was like, wait, one, two, three. <laughs> four i was like all four of us are accounted for who is like uh, who is grabbing my hips and dancing at me and i turn and it's this man just as a cat and i was just like oh then my friends and i just started laughing so we like ran away then i saw that man the rest of the night he was just like everywhere getting pizza when we were getting pizza on the train when we we're going home he's on the train as well i have multiple questions did katie perry throw the pizza to you no damn second question was it like a costume party? Like, did people not realize that people were dressed up? It was, everyone was in costume. And I was just very confused. I was like, I, I'm not that convincing as a woman. I, I was wearing like high top air. Are. I was wearing my high top t- um, size 10 Air Force Ones. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> With a bridal robe, which I still have. It's in my closet right now. Um, and a, like, a, like the, the bathing suit thing, the white one, yeah. the bodysuit. Yeah. One of my main questions, not really related to your costumes, but is how did Fergie get Kim Kardashian into that video? Blackmail. Like, what does she have on her? A lot. Probably. Um, all right. What are also, your rings? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Also that night, my, <laughs> friend po- my friend posted it on Instagram. Tag Kim K, Chrissy uh-huh. Teigen, Fergie. Chrissy Teigen liked the photo in the flowers <gasps> in the middle of the bar. Chrissy Teigen gets it. She's one of those celebrities who just like, I'm just on the internet. I don't really care. So yeah, that were my costumes that I decided to discuss today. Love. Um, what were your favorites and least favorites? I guess least favorite would either be like, I guess Peter Pan. Mm. That's not special. I mean, it's all right. It's all right. It's, it's there. Not, it's there. It's like I was. I'm more nostalgic with the Power Rangers because I was. I like. I was like. I always was one, basically, for like uh-huh. all of elementary school. And you can't beat the Kim K. So I would say Kim K is the best. 
Mormon and Arthur sort of up there, and then Peter Pan's like the bottom. Slay. What are your thoughts? You didn't rank mine. Yeah, my thoughts are Kim K is obviously the best. It's an iconic costume. We'll post pictures of it. It'll be great. Um, Least favorite, I'm going to say Power Ranger, specifically because you called out that you didn't get to be the pink Power Ranger, and therefore I think we should be pink Power Rangers this year. Pink and yellow. Pink and, yes, I want to be the yellow one. Can I be the yellow one? Yeah, I'll be the pink one. You just said you wanted to be the pink one. (laughs) Yeah, I said I'll be the pink one. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Okay, okay, so for the listeners, we are going to be in New York for Halloween together. So obviously we have to do a costume together. So stay tuned for what that's going to be because Lord knows what it will be. <laughs> Aren't we going out like four nights in a row? So probably we need four costumes. I'll start to pack <laughs> some costumes. Fabulous. Well, that takes us to our second segment investigates. Investigates, where we cross examine the same theme or topic. As we mentioned, this week we'll be discussing us. Our origins. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> and giving you a play-by-play of our first meet at the one and only Chromatica Ball. I'm very honored to be in the presence of so many locals. Yes. Should we start with how we first met, though? Yes. Yes, let's do that. Ryan, I think you remember it better than I do, but I know that we matched on some dating app. We did. We did. Like we don't remember say, which one it was. It was either well, Tinder it was, or Hinge. It was either Tinder or Hinge was the first one. It was like I want to say like it was like pretty early on, like early in the pandemic. I want to say like in June twenty twenty, maybe June twenty twenty. Yeah. Sounds right to me. Happy Pride. <laughs> <laughs> it only makes sense that we would match in during Pride. <laughs> I just remember, like, I don't have our first conversation because someone decided to delete his account and I can't find it. Anytime that I got aggravated with dating apps, I would just delete the whole thing. So here That's we are. Um, but we matched twice. So I don't remember the first conversation. I don't know who said hi first. Probably was you. But um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I do remember some of the things we did talk about. I, you mm-hmm. talked about your Shrek party. Oh, yes. I, did I, I don't remember why you brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> I... I think might, that I it, I might have done a typo and I said sorry I had Shrek thumbs and then you're like do you love Shrek and I was like <laughs> I was like yeah sure I love Shrek and Shrek too and then you discussed your party with your roommate how it was Shrek themed mm-hmm. that was one thing I remember um, and then getting, we also- this, getting this feedback live I'm like ooh I don't come across very well like I come across very strong of like I'm interested in these things. <laughs> <laughs> embarrassing here i am here i am um and i also remember we discussed um (laughs) the goth costume because we brought up petrus at one point Mm -hmm. um and then you're like it's on my instagram (laughs) again a little bit too (laughs) aggressive (laughs) hearing about um then a few months later i mean we added on each other instagram we like would like randomly send each other some like random like memes memes, or something yeah Imagine just like nudes. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I remember like one of the things, the first things you after we switched, switched, we traded Instagrams. So you're like, wait, you're born on January 26th? I was like, yeah, how do you know? I, I think I queued it up though. And I was like, not to be creepy, but I was looking at your Instagram 
I, I like admitted to what I was doing because like obviously I'm gonna like stalk your Instagram. I think it was more like I was on your Instagram and I saw you posted <laughs> on January 26. In my head, it was a little bit different, but apparently I'm rewriting history in my head. That's um, how I remember it. And I was like, yeah, how do you know? You're like, it was on your Instagram. I was like, oh, you're like, I was born in January 26, too. I was like, okay. You're like 1995. I was like, oh, same. And that's how we found out we had the same exact birthday. Yes, exactly. The stars have aligned in a very special way for us. And then like a few months later, um, I think I saw you on one of the apps on Bumble. And mm-hmm. I was like, let me like swipe right again. And then it matched again. And I was like, oh, um, I was like, we meet again, birthday twin or something like that. Yes. And then you were like, I'm going to fight you, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be fun and like, whatever. But like, apparently it didn't come across as like fun and whatever. It came across as a literal threat. <laughs> uh uh, i I think it was like i think i said to like meet me outside by the dumpster so we can have a fight let me pull it up let me pull up let me pull it up oh he's got he's got the messages he's got the receipts live on gate court oh he's kind of cute let me swipe right first but (laughs) god the prosecution is (laughs) ready uh jacob um you come up as deleted account Mm -hmm. slay all right let me read it um, hello, I, April 18th, 2021. Wow. Hello again, my twin. I said, haha. You're like, haha, we meet again. I emoji. I said, ha ha ha, heart. And then you said, I mean, this can only mean one thing. I said an emoji of a dog that said, what? You're like, we have to fight at dawn behind the dumpster at school. Then I sent an emoji of like two like <laughs> things fighting. I think they're bunnies. And then you sent an emoji of someone getting thrown into the dumpster. And I said, gasp. And I think you sent a, you sent a photo that I can no longer see. Okay. Yeah. Probably a meme. No, I think it, it has to be a photo of you. Does it? I don't know. Oh. And it says, even you're like, I am kidding. I would never fight a bad bitch with the same birthday as me. I was like, haha, we're twins. How dare you hit me? And you're like, I must remain the alpha twin. And I was yes. like, LOL, okay, in quotation marks. And then you sent like the angel face emojis. <laughs> and that was it? That was like the only combo we ever had on Bumble. Incredible. Incredible work. And hearing it back, I think I need to be banned from dating apps because that's unhinged <laughs> to send to someone. <laughs> and like, with, like within Bumble, like it wouldn't know that we had met each other before that. So, like, if they were, like, reviewing the messages, they would just be like, this man came out the gates and was like, fight me at a dumpster. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm going I'm to like, prison. <laughs> I'm looking at our, like, DMs on Instagram. Like, uh-huh. what is, what's the first DMs we send each other? I have no idea. Well, I'm going to see. Well, while, we're, while Ryan is scrolling. Um, oh, the- go into the how you decide to choose me as your gay court co-host. Yes. So I will admit there were other men. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was like, it. I was like the eighth alternate. Seventh, maybe six. I don't really remember. But I did ask a lot of different people if they wanted to do this um, podcast with me. Some some were interested and, you know, nothing against them, but like they just didn't follow up. They just like, I'd be like, here's the outline for the first episode. And they just wouldn't respond. And I was like, I really want to have a podcast. And then something something inside of my brain synapsed. I think it was because it was right around our birthdays. It was like around January 26th. And like we were uh. both posting on Instagram and I was like, oh, what if I had Ryan be 
my co-host because every time we message on Instagram, we always have really great banter. Therefore, I think he'd be a great co-host. And so I DM'd him and I was like, do you want to start this podcast with me? This is what it's all about, babes. And lo and behold, he said yes. And I think that's a true testament to only someone who has never met me would be the one crazy enough to start a podcast with me. And here we are, 17 episodes later. (laughs) I think it just shows how chaotic we were. Oh my God. Yeah, no, but that's like, that's the magic sauce that makes a good podcast. A little bit of crazy. You said, add me on pattern. And then you sent me this, how we're very similar. I was like, no shit, we're born on the same fucking birthday. Oh yeah. I really wanted you to like change. Like I wanted to see like if our star cycles synced or whatever. Makes sense. I'm still, I'm still, I'm still scrolling. Oh, that's not the first message. No, this is, I'm only in August. We met in like, let's see when this was. Wait, August of this year? 2020. I'm looking oh. two years and we've known each other for two years, basically. Who would have known? Who would have known? Not me. Who would have known? And why did you send me this corn dildo? <laughs> that, was when, that was when it was like a really popular meme format to be like, which corn are you? And it would like put your name I on know. a bunch of different pieces of corn. And so I sent you the one that said Ryan. I know. It's just so funny. Let me see. Oh, we're getting close. We're getting close. We're getting close. Two hours later. Do, 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 do. Oh, here. We added each other. And then my first message was on July 12th, 2020. Okay. And I was like, now show me the Shrek party. And then you sent me pictures of mm. the Shrek party. I was like, ooh, the costume and icon. And you're like, $16.99 on Amazon. And I was like, love it. You're like, it was a child's costume, so it had to be cropped. <laughs> <laughs> it was a child's costume. I didn't want to pay the full price for a Shrek costume. Sue and me. you're like, I only throw the most chaotic events. And then you uh-huh. went into like what drinks you made. Mm-hmm. The Shrek Arita. Pin the tail on the donkey. 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 Uh, and I was like, did you serve a blooming onion? And you're like, no blooming onion, but I do love a blooming onion. I do love a blooming onion. Um, oh, and then here it was. Did I ask you to go to Outback with me? No. Damn, shoulda, coulda, woulda. You shoulda, but it was COVID, so we couldn't. Oh, couldn't yeah, I, forgot. I forgot about the global pandemic. Um, you sent me my own post. Uh, and then you're like, I was strolling through your feed. Was this your actual birthday? <laughs> <laughs> because I also was born on January 26th. I was like, oh, we're birthday twins. You're like, wait, 1995 too. I was like, yes, sir. And then you said, I've never met anyone born the same day as me. This is wild with a T at the end. It was wild. Did you also get sick at Roadhouse Grill when we turned 10? <laughs> That's a fair question. I just wanted to see if you had the same life experiences as me. I got very ill at a Roadhouse Grill on my 10th birthday. And then you're like, I was like, what the hell's a Roadhouse Grill? And like, it's like an Outback State House, but worse. And he's like, you've never had the famous Blooming Onion? And then you, then out of nowhere, you're like, I want a margarita and chips and salsa. I do. That still holds true to today. Oh, wow. <laughs> this was our first conversation. Oh, I love that we are able oh, to talk about that. Oh, God. I like swipe. I swiped out so I can't find it again. I don't want to <laughs> scroll, scroll again. again. <laughs> no. Um, so that's how we met digitally. But now for the story of how we met in real life, which happened mm-hmm. like a month ago, three weeks ago. I still have a nail polish on. So it's probably like two or three weeks ago. We met at the one and only Chromatica Ball in Los Angeles, California. That's right. So I had been planning for Chromatica Ball since the tickets came out. I was like, there's no way that I'm not going to go see Lady Gaga. I've never seen her before. 
this bitch might stop touring at some point and I got to see her before she does that. So I bought tickets immediately. I bought two tickets, didn't know who I was going with. Ended up the first person that I told that I bought tickets was like, oh, who are you going with? And I was like, oh, I don't know yet. Do you want to go? And she was like, yes. So I went with my friend, Natty. Love Natty. Had the time of my life. The entire weekend was dedicated to Gaga. There was pre-Gaga where I was like trying on different outfits. I tried on like clothes for like two and a half hours to like pick what I wanted to wear to Chromatic Ball. I remember your text like, I have to change my pants. <laughs> I literally, I went to Ross and I bought white pants. And then I went into Maddie's car because she drove us and I sat on her chair, but she had spilled water on it. And for some reason it turned the butt on the pants brown. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. What's going on on in your car? (laughs) What's going on? And so luckily I had packed like a change of shorts just in case. And I was like, okay, like whatever. Because I'm wearing these. Yeah, I guess I'm wearing these. Um, had a great time. I did my makeup. My makeup took me two hours to do because I'd never done makeup before. Again, had a great time. You were wearing makeup? I was. Yeah, look at the picture. It looks like I have pink eye. (laughs) Um, And honestly, I will say it was the best show of my life. I sustained multiple injuries. One said injury was from Ryan, which I'll let him tell that story. Um, But another injury, which is like still hurting me to this day. Like, it feels like my bone is bruised. I was just, like, dancing and jumping around, screaming every single word to every single song. And I, like, slammed my knee into the chair in front of me. And That'll do bruised. it. Yeah. That'll do it. <laughs> That'll be it. That'll do. That'll do. That'll do, um, Donkey. That'll do. But, Ryan, how did you get to Chromatica Ball? And what led up to our meet and greet? <laughs> uh, so I went home to L.A., mm-hmm. like, the day before but my flight was delayed so i didn't leave till like freaking like 9 p.m i was supposed to leave at like 6 mm-hmm. so i got home at like like 1 a.m or something shit like that got home went to bed woke up at noon and then like my brother came to like visit whatever my nephews and then after they left i like was like i want to go <laughs> like i want to go see lady gaga let's see if anyone will go with me so um i like texted like two people one mm-hmm. of them didn't reply and then my other friend she's like wait when is it i was like it's tonight i was like do you want to go and then she like she's like give me like 15 minutes let me decide i was like okay <laughs> queen because she originally had dinner plans with like her co-residents uh-huh. um but then she like, texted me after she's like i canceled them we're going to gaga <laughs> <laughs> a queen we love a queen yes so we Legit, this is like 4 p.m. So I texted my friend at 4 p.m. Um, we ended up getting tickets around like 4.30. And then she picked me up at 6. We got to L.A. like near the... Dodger Stadium. Near near Dodger Stadium at like what? Like I think 6.45. But mm-hmm. then we didn't get into the stadium till like 9.30. <laughs> I literally was like tracking you on Apple location or whatever. And I was like, why is he just like stuck in downtown L.A.? Like what? Why isn't he moving? And there was just, there was so much traffic getting into the Traffic stadium. was insane. Like we were just stuck. And then like we finally park. It's like now like, I want to say it was like, like eight o'clock. Mm-hmm. And then to get in, it was just a sea of white twinks in post-apocalyptic pink and black. Yeah, and there was, like, no line. So then we just, like, ended up standing somewhere. Then they'd be like, oh, the line over there is shorter. Go there. And then people would run. And we wouldn't move because we're like, we wouldn't just, we, why would we move? 
And then, so we low-key missed like the first two songs because we were still outside waiting. Um, I missed part of the third one because I had to pee and I needed alcohol at that moment. Which the first three songs are like good songs. It's like Just Dance, Bad Romance, and Poker Face. Yeah. So well, I missed... what a way to show, what a way to start the show. You classics. can still hear it, right? Oh yeah, we heard it. Everyone yeah. was singing along. Like everyone was singing in line or like oh, in that freaking like mosh pit. So missed the first two songs, but it was a life changing concert. Uh, it was great. I enjoyed my time. Um, the StubHub seat was all right, but it was great. <laughs> um, should I go into our meet? Yes, but before you do, I will also say I was in line for merch right when the concert was starting and like the lights went down and literally I've never seen so many people scatter in my life. Like people were just like running in all directions <laughs> trying to get to their seats. And I was like, this is insane. I've never seen anything like that. But yes, let's get into the meet and greet. Also there, while we're waiting outside, there were so many like, like, you know, like a Twitter case. Mm-hmm. Yes. They're all just like, where are we supposed to go? Like there was just like a giant crowd of them. And I saw them like three times because they walked one way. Then like 30 minutes later, they walked, they came back. And then 30 minutes later, again, they walked the other way. And I was like, where are you going? Why that's can't you thing, go? That's the thing about LA is like, you always see like internet famous gays just like around and you're just like, what is going on here? I was just more like, why did you get in the first time? Yeah, who knows? I don't know. And I just I think they were a floor because they were like, where's the floor seating people going? And then they were like pointing the other way and they went there and then they came back. I was like, why did you come back? <laughs> Iconic. Iconic. So how did we meet? Um, I remember texting you, like, so how is this meet? How are we gonna meet? We have to meet. Yeah, uh, obviously we're I- in the same vicinity. We have to. <laughs> uh and then you're like right after the the, the inner the interlude between act three and four i think you said mm-hmm. right yeah it was after born this way which yeah again very gay <laughs> very gay very gay um like right before and born this it was about to end i like ran up for like this flight of stairs and i like watched it from like the little like walking area mm-hmm. the alcove thing yeah then once it ended you just see me sprinting my little gay ass in my four inch seam pink shorts holding my 40 ounce corona seltzer it was a big um, ass seltzer <laughs> yeah it's if you see some little like filipino gay boy just running in the background of that film conservation it was me mm. and then i remember because you're on the other side of the stadium so i have to like run across the stadium and you're on the level above me so i have to run up the level I had no idea where you were. And I was like, I'm just going to stay where I am. <laughs> Come find me. And I was like, by like a, like a giant baseball. You're by the merch. The Dodger like, Stadium. You're like, I'm by the merch. I'm by the merch. Then I see a, a tall, thin white man with a hat. I was yeah. like, that's Jacob. It has to be Jacob. There's no other person here. And he told me he'd be here. Um, so I remember running up to you and I like, tapped you on the shoulder. Or not even tap you, probably like, like, this on you on the shoulder and you turn then I jump on you like a koala um to which you tried to hold me but you couldn't so we lost I held balance. you for a little bit <laughs> you did but then we lost balance and I just remember we end up falling and I was like on the floor and then this man who worked at Dodger Stadium came up to us and he was like are you guys okay keep uh, in mind we were also screaming it was one of the most joyous occasions of my life personally i was yeah. like i've never felt joy like that <laughs> cuz i like it was the first time we met each other 
And like, it was a loud experience. Also, when we fell to the ground, scraped my hand, scraped my knee, still sustained the injuries. Here I am. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember screaming, screaming while we're falling mm-hmm. and then just laying there screaming still. But we weren't <laughs> yes. screaming in pain. We're just screaming in excitement. And you did, I did get like a little bit of the Corona seltzer on me, but it wasn't a lot. Like we saved the drink. Oh yeah, I was like holding it up. Short. I was like, <laughs> I was like, I paid like thirty six dollars for this. So I'm not letting it fall. Well, it was like eighteen, but I was just yeah. like, it's 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 not it's enough to not let it fall. <laughs> yeah. Um. And I remember like falling, and then I remember we getting up, and then I was like, where should we take the picture? Should we ask someone? You're like, ask someone, and you're like, let's take a picture by the giant baseball. I was like, okay. <laughs> Took like what four selfies four blurry selfies (laughs) and then all you hear is like shallow starting and then you're like okay bye (laughs) enjoy and then you just see me running back and then i made it like mid shallow back to my seat what an occasion what an occasion there's no 30 seconds (laughs) 30 seconds and the next time we'll see each other is going to be in new york in new york concrete jungle wet dream tomato um, so that's that's the, that's the story of chaos. Fantastic description of what happened. Overall, a great meet and greet. Again, top ten joyous moments of my life. It was chaotic. I loved it. Same. But like, it was it's on brand for us to be that chaotic, and that's how we met. Is a Lady Gaga concert for thirty seconds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Also, that post we posted was one of our most liked posts. Yeah. So go on the Instagram and find it, y'all. Check it's it pinned. Out. Um, Yeah, so that's the story of how Gay Court Podcast came to be, how we're here today, and how you are all listening right now. How we met in virtually. And in real life. And in real life, and how you, I just joined your podcast because. It's our podcast, bitch. And we're going to be, I'm going to be staying at Ryan's um, place for what, like, a week and a half, maybe two weeks. So let's hope that we actually like each other in real life. <laughs> more to come. <laughs> if the, the podcast like randomly ends and there's like no more episodes ever again. That would be so sad. I'd be sad. I listen to our podcast. <laughs> All right. Well, that takes us to our third and final segment. Let the record show, homos. Now, uh, you have a mask on. Does this represent something? Or we don't care what it represents. It's I'm just, Batman. You're, you're Batman. Why gotta be gay? Why do we? It's called gay court. We just gotta keep, go, gotta keep up the bit. All right. So, Ryan, you're going to take us through a historic moment. And then I will decide if it enters into the gay court history books. So yes. far, we have a perfect streak of entering every single thing into the gay court history books. Because, let's be honest, gays are historic. But let's see if we can keep up that streak today with, what is the topic? Gay Christmas? Well, basically, like, Halloween in general. Mm-hmm. What is it? Why is it gay? Why do all the gays love Halloween? That's a great question. Yeah, we all love Halloween. Why? Who knows? Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Yeah. <laughs> so there's actually a good amount of like articles discussing like, why do gays love this? Why do we call it gay Christmas? Um, I will say I've never heard anybody call it gay Christmas. Neither have I, but I just never know heard a gay gays person say that. Love Halloween. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Never heard gay Christmas, but I have no gays love Halloween. I haven't heard any of my gay friends I've use this I've never heard this from any gay person. Uh, anyway, Halloween, one of the articles started with, 
To be perfectly honest, it's the queerest holiday of them all. For over a century, the LGBTQ plus community has partied and thrived in the uncommon acceptance that gay Christmas brings them. Again, mm. never heard of that. Never heard but, of that, but I believe it. I believe it. So some of the art, while the articles I was looking at, they discussed how Halloween is much more than partying with strangers and free candy, uh, how it's a pagan holiday turned commercial holiday mm-hmm. which was originally about freedom of expression and testing the constraints of society oh. so i'm going to start off with the history of halloween oh we love history fuck it is <laughs> and then um the history of how it became more of a gay holiday and why the gays love it so basically halloween has its origins from a Celtic holiday festival. Um, it was like the significant quarterly fire festival for the harvest. Um, fire fest, like fire fest. No, <laughs> I know. Like a, like a literal flame. Like a flame. Yes. Ow. Um, they believe that on this day, the veil that separated the living and the dead would be the thinnest, which would allow the spirits to walk among the living. Uh, the festival also end, uh, marked the end of summer and the beginning of dark winters for the Celtic people. Um, so the, these bonfires, these villagers would disguise themselves in animal skins, play games through the night, and make sacrifices to deities for protection. Uh, they also believe the thin veil also made it easier to predict the future. Oh, okay. So it feels very precursor to Halloween in the way that we celebrate it today. Yes. So they're saying how like, uh, they also went into discussing like how Celtic culture in itself, uh, men and women were equals, and they they also had like erotic freedoms where both men and women enjoyed marriages with multiple partners and embraced sexual autonomy, um, and a lot of them were in same sex relationships. Slay, slay. Uh, flat, fast forward a few centuries, the Pope. Pope Gregory III moved All Saints Day from May to November 1st. That made October 31st uh, named All Hallows Eve or Hallows Saints Evening, which was later shortened to Halloween. Oh, like Halloween, Halloween evening, Halloween. Yeah. <gasps> I didn't know that. Also, yeah. how come Pope Gregory was just like, we're changing All Saints Day, babes. We're just going to make it November 1st. Like, he can just decide Cat- that? Catholics be doing shit, so I don't know. That is true. I guess you can make up your own holiday if you really wanted to, too. So What's it in Seinfeld? Festivist for the rest of us. <laughs> That's for the rest of us. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Back to, like, newly colonized America. Uh, they didn't want to celebrate the pagan holiday, so the Puritans immediately banned all celebrations of Halloween. But... The first harvest celebrations in America in the southern states, uh, people would dance, sing, tell ghost stories. Uh, Ooh, these spooky. Sp- <laughs> ooky, spooky. Ooky, spooky. <laughs> and these parties were known as play parties instead of Halloween celebrations. When we just said ooky, spooky, I thought of um, oogie boogie. Mm. And do you remember that meme where it was like his oogie boogie bogusi? <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, yes, I do. <laughs> that's what i was thinking about anyways back to the story but halloween uh in the late 1800s began to push and reframe it as a holiday about neighbors and communities gathering together instead of like the original idea of death and sacrifices yes uh the campaign for this to occur became successful and halloween started to become a more celebrated accepted and commercial holiday Mm. 
um, where Spirit Halloween was founded in (laughs) in the late 1800s, apparently. Yes. And parties began to spring up where children and adults focused on food, games, and costumes. (gasps) Slay. So this newly commercialized Halloween celebration started occurring coast to coast. And then people started doing throwing parties, holding costume contests, who was best dressed. And the extravagance of costumes led people to test boundaries of what were acceptable. Oh, I love that. Yes. So costumes among young people started in like the 19, early 1900s, started to involve a lot of gender variants. So in Pittsburgh, there were girls dressing as tomboys, um, but then people started getting arrested for cross-dressing but then over the year over like the next few years at that time it started people were starting to get less um arrested because it started becoming more of a thing that people did on halloween mm-hmm. was the ability to cross-dress this is fascinating i had literally no idea that leads to in the 1950s san francisco's castro neighborhood termed i guess termed it gay christmas and it was like an all an, a Hall- an annual halloween party starting in 1948 and then that led to polk polk street's queer celebrations that would last for that one night but police were still no or still known to like patrol the party and like arrest people at that time um but then queer people often use elaborate drag looks or masks so the um, so the cops couldn't tell who they were they, to try and yeah because they used to um arrest people for identity fraud oh. um and the halloween celebrations the cash show hosted over thousands of people over 30 years and gay christmas has historically been a day of liberation from the constraints of society and if you didn't celebrate this year the next year is a perfect time to keep the halloween spirit alive because it's the queer holiday Love um, that. but then i was like, reading other things and then a lot of people were saying how like uh, the LGBT community always revered Halloween because it was a time for freedom and acceptance. Mm-hmm. You can be anybody you want to be. You could yes. be a pink Power Ranger. You could be a hostess cupcake. <laughs> yes. Um, gay Christmas, historically, was a holiday that gave people the room to express uh, gender variance and defy norms. Um, also, I was reading a different article, and they're discussing how, like, the early 1900s saw the Great Migration, where thousands of African-Americans fled from the South to, to cities like Chicago. And these queer Black folks brought the art of drag balls to the city. Does that have anything to do with Halloween, though? But it, it was around... So, like, these drag balls ended up becoming glamorous Halloween balls for, oh. for attended by the thousands. So by the end of the century, like Halloween parades that exploded in the neighborhoods like Greenwich Village, Castro, these were all created by queer people, basically. Wow. And um I no idea. Yeah. This is like a nice little insight of gay history that I just like love it. That's why I love this podcast because I'm like, I be learning things. And then um oh this was a very interesting statement someone said. Let me read it. Mm-hmm. From the spread of disco in the 1970s to the habit of paying money for sparkling water such as Perrier, culminating into Halloween, gays have incubated and developed major cultural trends. Straits adopt and then ungratefully forget where they adopted it from. Um, just like American Christians forget how modern Christmas music was enjoyed by, was written and enjoyed by Jews, the majority of culture forgets that the minority culture produced all these things first. Listen, I didn't know at all. So... 
here we are. But thankfully, we're learning because we're doing a podcast about queer culture. Yes. Um, I'll end it with this. Halloween gives queer people a chance to let their freak flag fly, be explicit and insane looking as possible. And sometimes you just want to be a different person, you know? Absolutely. Sometimes you just want to be Corella DeBille. You want to put a little bit of lipstick on and go out. So that's why the gays love Christmas, because it was a time to fight the normalcy of life and be what you want to be for 24 hours. Yes. I really love now knowing that the Castro district coined gay Christmas. Like now I'm like, yes, gay Christmas. This makes a lot of sense. And I love that. And I love that they just created like such a community around Halloween in that like specific location. Because I feel like that's how it's spread all to like the major cities. Yeah. And I feel like it's, it like feels like a little bit more of like a specific and more intentional thing. Cause I feel like when I go out for Halloween, like nowadays, it's just like everybody's partying. Like it's not like a specific festival or like it's not coined gay Christmas or anything. Mm-hmm. And I feel like having like that like specific naming convention could make it a little bit more community driven and like fun and exciting for people. Mm-hmm. So maybe let's bring that back, you know? Yeah. My initial thought. So does Halloween. Whoa. <laughs> Spooky and scary. <laughs> So does Halloween go in the gay history books? Absolutely. That was a great, that was like one of my, yes, that was one of my favorite Let the Record shows. You really let the record show. Um, congratulate. Let, like, you took the top tier for this one. You really like knocked it out of the park on our origin episode. Slay right. <laughs> well, that takes us to the closing statements, which is the saddest part of the show where we th- offer our thoughts, comments, concerns, and opinions about this week's episode. Ryan, what do you have to say? My closing statements. We are the best in the <laughs> West and the yeah. East. Mm-hmm. Um, we met on an app and then discussed things on Instagram. And now we're here filming bi-weekly a podcast that our friends listen to. <laughs> and hashtag Cocktober Halloween. Hashtag Halloween was meant for the queer people. There's that. You heard it here first. Um, my closing statements are as follows. Um, honestly, fucking thrilled that Ryan was the person who accepted the gay court co-host, whatever, position <laughs> and joined this podcast. Wouldn't have it any other way. Thrilled that we also met at a Lady Gaga concert. And I stand by the Hostess Cupcake costume. I think that was a good decision. I thought it was a cute costume and I looked good. Period. <laughs> She's cream felt. She's cream felt. She's cream felt. Listen up. So that was the episode. If you guys enjoyed it, be sure to find us on social at Gay Court Podcast. And then my handle is I got Schubach, I G O T S C H U P B A C H. And Ryan's is What's Up? It's Ryan, W A Z U P I T S R Y A N. Absolutely, definitely follow Ryan. He just had a viral tweet, a hit tweet. Talk about it. Not Leah uh, Michelle. Leah Michelle. Go to his profile. It's pinned. You'll see it there. Remember, if you... (laughs) He's a tweeter. Remember, if you hear this and you don't follow, that makes you... (gasps) Yes. So like we said at the top of the podcast, email us anything. We need material. Send us an email at gaycourtpodcast at gmail.com and give us stars on all podcast platforms. You'll listen. We love it. Listen more. Listen. Bye, Beyonce. Send it to a friend this week. Say, hey, I saw this podcast and I thought of you. Yes. 
I thought of you when they said um, Cocktober Halloween Spooktacular. Can you imagine out of the blue getting a link to something called Gay Court and someone's like, I thought of you when I when I saw this. <laughs> I'd be like, ooh, thank you. <laughs> Unhinged, just like us. Um, but yes, please, please rate us on all podcast platforms. But anything less than five stars is what homophobic that's true um do you want to be a phobe do you want to be a phobe Mm -mm. uh see you next time stay chaotic and And next time you see us i think we'll possibly be in the same place yeah we might be in the same room recording the podcast i think so we'll find out possibly we don't know our schedule very well i don't know what's happening (laughs) slay bye bye gay court is a perfectly done toast podcast production